Hello and welcome to episode one of The Worst Podcast. I'm Jules Oakes and today I'm joined by my co-host, who is the worst and simultaneously best co-host that this podcast has ever had. Nick Crow, how's it going? Yeah, it's all right. Thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm still here. Joining us today is our first ever guest. We're so excited to have her. It's Flo Collins. Ooh. Hi, Flo. How you doing? Hello. I'm good. Thank you. How oh. are you? Uh, yeah, Again. still still here. <laughs> no, no, no significant change. Oh, um, I, I did check as well. She is still here. Flo is a comedian and all-round lovely person. She's lived in Berlin since 2012 and she has a freaking German passport, which Nick and I are very excited about, very jealous of. Flo won the 2020 Berlin New Stand-Up Comedian Award, which is fantastic and well-deserved. Flo, anything else you want to add about yourself? Um, I think that's the main thing. Uh, did your German passport play a big part, do you think, in you getting that award? Or do you think it was your comedic talent? I'm trying to think which came first. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all t- came at once. Okay, so when you were officially recognised as being funny, came at exactly the same time you were officially recognised as being German. Yeah, That's yeah. that is unusual, isn't it? That doesn't make sense. I feel like the passport came in August and the award was in October, so maybe I was very funny for by German standards. <laughs> I think we're all very funny by German standards. Yeah. So yeah. Thank God we live here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a low bar, but at least we're meeting it. <laughs> this is probably not helping Nick or I in our quests to become German citizens. Yeah, because we'd have to marry one of you, mm. and um, yeah, I guess yeah, one of me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so first things first. Flo, what is the worst thing that's happened to you this week? I can't remember a lot of the week, so I can go as far back as yesterday. And I know that (laughs) basically my whole day was derailed because I had a huge potato for lunch. (laughs) You know the compiers? Oh, yeah, I love a compier. So I I met my sister and we both had a compier. And I was going to get something else. But then because she was getting a compier, I was like, it's nice sometimes to have the same. and to yeah, be... You don't want to get food envy. Yeah, and just to feel connected on that level. <laughs> so so we both... <laughs> on the meal choice level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not enough to share 50% of your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Is that technically true? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Is it only 50% if you've got both, the, if you've got the same parents? Can it not fluctuate between 25 and 75? I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> For comedic purposes, misinforming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On for, average, fifty percent. For the benefit of the listeners, mm-hmm. Nick is a scientist, so <laughs> he is the voice of reason in this trio. Yeah. But, but he should never go into teaching teaching <laughs> <with> his lies. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, after the potato, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is great! I can finally eat a whole compier and not feel bad." But then, uh, half an hour later, I started to feel really heavy. Did you say it out loud? Do you think that was the cump here? Being like, <laughs> you think you got away with it this yeah. time. Uh, but then I went home and I got into bed and then I was just like rolling around like, ow, it's so bad. It hurts so much. What, what time of the day did you have the cump here? Like um, 
around 1.30 p.m. That is and too early. It, it, yeah. yeah. I'll have a kumpir as an evening meal. Mm-hmm. And even then, I got one a few months back and I think I managed like two thirds of it. And then I had to put the other third in the fridge. But I had an early dinner. So I had like 6 p.m. I had two thirds of a kumpir. And then like 9 p.m. I had a cheeky third of a kumpir mm-hmm. before I went to bed. Yeah, a double sitting yeah. kumpir. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Do you eat the skin? Oh, for sure. That's the best bit. I eat the skin of everything. (laughs) I hate satsumas. (laughs) Do you ever brush the hair off a kiwi fruit and eat the skin? No, because then it looks like a sad lime. (laughs) You're going to say something else. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's that's more accurate when it has still got the hair on it. I don't know. That it looks like a sad lime. <laughs> sad, hairy lime. Um, I just, I can't stand a kiwi fruit. You look really shocked. Yeah, though. I love a kiwi fruit. I peel them and eat them whole. Well, they do say 50% of people like. Can you peel it and eat it whole? 25 to 75. Surely, <laughs> right. Can you peel something and eat it whole? Surely uh, eating it whole. If I said I ate an orange whole. I would imagine it with the skin on. Yeah, so I don't mm. think you're eating a kiwi's whole Pe- there, flow. Peel, orange you're peel. Eating, you're skin. eating the innards of a kiwi. <laughs> In one gulp. You must have a big mouth. A powerful throat. <laughs> yeah. I have small kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the snakes, the, the egg eater snakes, mm. they eat the whole egg and then they just like crack it in their mouth and suck all the goo out. And then they spit the whole shell out in one piece. Have you not seen them? Wait, <gasps> the shell? How is it still in one piece? Well, it's cracked, but because they just crack it slightly and suck all the goo out, they don't destroy the membrane. Yeah, yeah. So they then, just... Then yeah. do, do they put it back in the nest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the a bird... perfect cry. <laughs> All these birds just sat there for months like, why won't you hatch? (laughs) Do you think Um, it shits out a perfectly poached egg? (laughs) Uh, If it did, I feel like those snakes would be a lot more valuable than they are. They would be putting them straight on avocados. Nick, what's the worst thing that's happened to you this week? Well, I had to stay on hold for 45 minutes to a gas company who, when I rang them, they were like, oh, yeah, no, everything's fine. Don't worry. So I didn't even have to really ring them. I just thought I did. So I had a 45 minutes uh, wait for what was about a sentence long reassurance from a very kind German lady. I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a weird modern interpretation of the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking it was more like waiting for Godot. I've never seen Waiting for Godot. Neither have I, but my understanding is that it's about two people sitting on a bench waiting for someone called Godot, and Godot never comes. Okay. In your case, Godot did come, and Godot was an unusually polite German customer service employee. With me, the overly polite German customer service ladies always come. <laughs> Godot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was genuinely disheartening. As polite as she was, there was no coming back from that. And I just sat for probably less than the time of the hold, but long enough just to think about what I'd done. When you're on hold, what do you do? I was browsing the tinternet. For? The news. I was reading the news, I think. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I, I mean, were you hoping for something more? So like, don't start a wank on hold. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe that's maybe that's the trick. Like, if you know if you want a bus to come, you yeah, just light yeah, a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. If you want them to get off hold, just start wanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll be like, hello, and I'm here with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. going to try that next time. Yeah. yeah I'll let report me know. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's made me certain that I don't want to work for a gas company at the very least. So <laughs> Was that something that you were on the fence about before? <laughs> <laughs> if this podcast fails, it was, it was on the cards. Um, what about you? What was the worst thing that happened to you? Can you be being on hold for slightly too long and eating a slightly too big potato? <laughs> I, I don't think I can. The, the worst thing that's happened to me the past few days was that while trying to pick up a dog shit, I stepped in another dog shit. It could have been human shit. You're right, Flo, it could. But why would she be picking up human shit? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to take responsibility yeah. for your own actions, Nick. <laughs> no, Maybe I, you missed, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to tell myself that it was dog shit. I have a strong belief that, that rabbit poo is the least offensive poo because it's Definitely. basically just yeah. it's just Nesquik. pellets of grass, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, they do eat their own poo. Do, rabbits do? Rabbits do, yeah. Oh, Leia, that's my dog, likes to snack on rabbit poo as well. And there's a lot of poo that I will actively steer her away from eating. But if I see her eating rabbit poo, frankly, I'm like, you treat yourself. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Listen, as Jules says, Leia's a dog. We more see her as an alter ego. Well, Leia's been hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I feel like we should probably move on. <laughs> All right, Flo, are you ready for some intense quick fire worsts? Yes. <laughs> don't she, sound too sure she did literally brace herself on <laughs> okay first thoughts mm -hmm, worst mm -hmm. thoughts worst color Ooh, just like a kind of sickly beige worst place to fart in bed when you're naked <laughs> <laughs> when you're not sure <laughs> we'll pick into that later <laughs> worst animal to keep as a pet Ooh, I instantly think of like scary spiders. Okay. Yeah. Uh, worst pizza topping. Oh God, like this sounds a bit weird, but one hundred percent ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> worst swear word. Ooh, cunts. Cunts. Plural. Plural. <laughs> worst smell. Worst smell is actually perfume for me. Perfume. Mm. Yeah. I think I've got autism. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> worst day of the week. I like them all. Maybe, ooh, uh, oh, they're all so good. Thursday. I feel bad now. <laughs> it's Thursday. Don't want to offend any of them. It's not Thursday, Nick. It's Friday, shit. <laughs> Worst musical instrument? The keyboard. Worst sexual position? Uh, the keyboard. <laughs> I have this weird thing where my brain just gets fixated on one word. Uh, Worst sexual position? I would maybe say doggy style. Because I only know two. <laughs> Worst baby name. Oh, uh, I don't want to offend anyone. But I think like old, names that are definitely like old person's names. Like John. I mean, there's a few that I want to unpack there. One is, you're like, I don't want to offend anyone. So I'll pick the most <laughs> common men's it's, name yeah, in England. It's my, it's my dad's name. So I'm not, you know... <laughs> So when you when you think of John, you think of the man who was already an adult when you were born, and exactly. you're like, oh, yeah. that couldn't possibly be a baby. Yeah. Is that like is that you? some of my best friends are John? <laughs> my dad's a John. <laughs> also, the worst place for you to fart is 
in bed, specifically <laughs> naked. Right, so that's... So I just wanted to really dig into it. So for you, that's worse than a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> or a broken down elevator. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Or I, court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it, during what, your <laughs> wedding vows. <laughs> what What is it about not wearing clothes that makes farting in bed just so much worse? I mean, if your sheets are freshly cleaned... Like the smallest amount, of <laughs> even just like colorful gas, you would have to change the whole thing, wouldn't you? Is that would you? <laughs> I've been doing bedding wrong for a long time. Is that why you think people wear pajamas? <laughs> to catch all the farts? I think that is why people wear pajamas. Like a lot of men would sleep just in their underpants. So they want to be naked, but they don't want to have no barrier. <laughs> Is that not the case? <laughs> I, I, it's just not the answer I would have chosen. Um, <laughs> but that's know. the glory of this. Yeah. You know, we get an insight into your psyche and what an insight it has been. <laughs> the rudest swear word that you have is pluralised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it makes sense because there's more of them. Yeah. So they are ruder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to offend lots of people at once... Which you always do. Which you always do. Yeah. If you shout cunt, then everyone looks around and is like, who, who is she talking to? But if you say Generally cunt... Generally, they look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all just look at Nick and go, oh, she's calling him a cunt. But if you shout cunt, then you've offended a lot of people. I quite like bunch of cunts because it's both rude and evocative of the floral bouquet. Yeah. Yeah, not many things come in bunches. <laughs> Bananas, flowers, cunts. Yeah. That's about yeah, it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice collective noun for mm-hmm. cunts. Yeah. In a bunch. <laughs> like bananas. <laughs> bananas. Remind me what you said for smell? Oh, perfume. Uh, perfume. Yeah. Do you ever get a migraine after you've been around very intense Sometimes. perfume? Sometimes. And I get really. Like, if someone gets on public transport and their perfume is so strong, especially if it's like. Which is apparently Germany's best-selling perfume brand. Anyway, you can cut that bit out. Yeah, we're not giving them free avatars. <laughs> Product placement. Bunch of <laughs> but yeah, it just really like offends me to the point where I almost told someone, but I was like, no, that's insane to say to a lady because she looked like a nice lady, just to be like, do you? She smelled like a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just to be like, do you know how much perfume you've got on? And how much it really invades my personal space. Mm. Yeah, that's not a way to make friends on the U-Bahn flow. You're, yeah, probably, yeah. you're probably right to make that executive decision. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, though. When I, was, when I was a kid, when I was at primary school, we had a, a lunch lady. And she was the mother of one of the kids in my year. And her perfume was so strong that it would make me so nauseous that I couldn't eat my lunch. Yeah, yeah. And so she would stand over me like, you need to finish your lunch before you go. And I would just be gagging, like, if you go away, if you leave me alone, I'll be able to eat my food. And she'd just be like, no, I'm going to stand here over you until you eat it. I didn't know the phrase catch 22 when I was yeah. six years old. But man, if I'd had that Maybe info in my back pocket. She was yeah. Maybe. Chanel number five. <laughs> catch 22. <laughs> But, mm. but yeah, perfume smells are so horrible sometimes. I also noticed that you said, when we said worst smell, your response was perfume, I have autism. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, <laughs> is that how they test for it? <laughs> it's one of the things. They, they just put many, a lot of perfume yeah. in. Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, Could like, you eat? Do you want to come here? 
<laughs> I'm like, oh my god, so much potato. <laughs> okay, so now we get to the meat of the discussion. Worst first impressions. Flo, tell us, what is the worst first impression you have ever made or someone has ever made on you? I, the thing that springs to mind is fairly recent and it was a man in a bar and I think he was negging. <laughs> but it was just so weird because he was by himself and he was dressed in lederhosen, <laughs> but like full like Bavarian dress. And ah, oh, God, he was just so annoying. But basically, we'd, <laughs> we'd been to the Chili Festival now I'm doing a plug for the chili festival. <laughs> I, I but remember. you didn't say which chili festival, yeah, so yeah, it's vague yeah. enough. It's awesome. so, I wouldn't worry, because so far it sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this was back. after the, the chili festival was great fun. Oh, okay. And then we went to a bar afterwards. So this man had kind of befriended the group by being kind of laddie with the men in the group, by being like, yay, mate, we're all ha- having some pints. Yeah, that does fool us. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to make friends with Flo just then. <laughs> But then I think he might have been a bit of a pickup artist and this was his shtick, like make friends with the men, go sit down with the group, figure out who's uh, who's in a couple, who's not, and then begin the negging. But I was talking to a friend that I hadn't seen in a while. We'll call him Dan. So the the man in the lederhosen, he basically kind of interrupted to try and belittle Dan. He was like, you're so rude. You've just been drinking your drink without cheers in every time and I was like that's such bullshit like no culture in the world cheers between every single sip of your drink that would be just insane and he was actually trying to like make him look bad so we were just kind of laughing at him like like weirdo and then he was talking to a few people and I went to the toilet and when I came back he said to me I know you're poor I know you're poor (laughs) Oh, is in your your you, financial status. Yeah, I, I I know that you are poor. Okay, and I uh, thought you meant like a bear's poor. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, what a really strange thing to say. Like, I know that in pickup artistry, there's like knock someone's confidence mm. and then surprise them by being nice, and they'll be like, oh, or something like that. I don't know exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah. You break them down, and then you come to their rescue. Is that the thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Nick's, was... Nick's looking very knowingly like, oh, yeah, I've tried it a million times. <laughs> he's, he's like, I know that you're poor. And then he's going to be like, let me buy you a drink. Oof. And I'd be like, oh, but no. But basically then because he was talking to my friends, they, they, were, they all looked shocked and they were like, we didn't tell him that while you were in the toilet. Because it looked like I'd gone to the toilet and they'd gone, oh, you know, she's poor. And then I'd come back and he'd gone, I know you're poor. But my friends were like, that's very strange. So yeah, he made a bad impression. Yeah, yeah, he sounds it. I mean, yours at least sounded like a good chat of line. I know you're poor. Can I buy you a drink? I mean, it's not the best one, but at least it scans. I kind of, I kind of pull you in the for. I know you're poor. We have so much in common. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but he didn't. The, the uh, can I buy you a drink was a joke. I know. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he said to me was, I know you're poor. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, that like, I know you're poor. So can I buy you a drink? Like that's, that's quite a, that's, qu- I mean, nice, it's, he could have just yeah, been yeah. Northern Irish and saying he knows your father. <laughs> your pa, your pa, I know your pa. Northern Ireland via 1920 Chicago. <laughs> hey, I work with your pa. <laughs> I built the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> But 
but you know what? I do, there is something that I find entertaining about people who are really shit pickup artists. Mm-hmm. When you see someone who is doing such a bad job that it's as if they've they've read like the Amazon synopsis of a pickup artistry book. Yeah. Well, oh, let's be honest. Like no one reads a pickup artist book if they're naturally able to converse with humans no it's not for people who are good at it so there's no wonder that the <laughs> just a slew of awful people <laughs> trying to get you into bed like no one who's like smashing tinder is like i really need to up these numbers these are these are rookie numbers <laughs> i'm gonna write a book on how to do this better it's yeah it's it's the people whose opening line may have been instead of i know you're poor been like, oh, <laughs> you've got glasses. <laughs> Do you think it was an improvement then to say, I know you're poor? I don't know. I mean, in a way, there's, he can only be himself. And if he, if he is himself, he'll meet someone who's appropriate for him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. can I just say the fact that he was wearing like full on Oktoberfest get up and was out by himself. And we were like, why are you wearing this? And he's like, oh, I'm a fun guy. That is a cry for help, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That. Isn't that peacocking? Isn't that what that's called? <laughs> Where you wear something fancy that people will have to like mention. And then you have like a conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah. yeah. I felt like he'd got it all from a leaflet. That's, <laughs> uh, you guys didn't bring it up, but that's, that's why I'm only wearing a thong. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to mention anything. <laughs> this whole evening has been very awkward, to be honest. <laughs> But I, you know, what? I I th- I think that personally, I think there's something charmingly authentic about people who are just socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Like if someone came up to me and tried to deliver an opening line and just ended up being like, oh, uh, 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 "Hi, tits," um, you know, I, <laughs> the, <laughs> I am quoting verbatim uh, of, of an actual. Someone, someone started. No, no, I'm joking. Okay. But I suppose it's weird <laughs> because as a guy, I don't have a go-to body part which I'm objectified by. No, but you were just ready to go and like that's they wouldn't. But surely it's they... your hair. <laughs> Sideshow Bob. <laughs> Anyone who's never seen a picture of you is going to have such a clear image in their mind. Um, that's true. I don't know if I appear on Google. I've never googled my stage name. <laughs> Google my real Time name. Start. Yeah, he's a gay porn star. <laughs> Oh, that's why you that's why you adopted a stage name. That makes sense. Your your real name is a gay porn star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was christened a gay porn star. <laughs> Alan Gay Porn Star. <laughs> but um is that why you changed your name? Because <laughs> it was Alan Gay Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you come did you It's like... Alan Gay is like double it's like a double first name, Alan Gay. And then uh, double barrow porn star. Porn star. Yeah. yeah. My father was a, a pornst <laughs> and uh, my mother's surname was R. So I'm, yeah, Alan Gay porn star. You know that game where you do like your grandma's name and the last dessert you had is yeah. your porn star name? My grandma was called Idolotta. <laughs> German. <laughs> and was the last dessert you had strudel? Idolotta. Spotted strudel. dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was the last dessert? Probably, I'd say trifle. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't kumpir because that's already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yesterday I did have a lot of kumpir. <laughs> <laughs> we 
but you have to say I had a lot of otherwise it's not my <laughs> name. I did have a lot of. <laughs> what would mine be? Um, when you ate them. Oh, Evelyn brownies. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like a porn star that loves it in the brownie. Oh, it does. Or my <laughs> other grandmother, Peggy brownies. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Peggy brownies. <laughs> like to peg them in the brownie. I feel like... <laughs> Evelyn and Peggy are on different scales of like the dominant submissive. They really are. <laughs> Peggy Brownie comes with a whip. <laughs> Evelyn comes with an apology. Um, Do you see a lot of Nick's Peggy's name. these days. Yeah. Well, because it's it's less it's, than John's, which you which you said was the most famous old people name. We we definitely have like a surplus of Johns yeah. in. You know, I often think. When when I'm thinking about names, like John, for example, <laughs> I never sit at home and just think about names. John, for example, <laughs> that's such a not names in general. John, I do, but when I'm out on a walk, John, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very much a, it's very much a like spaziergangen musing. Yeah. But I'll often think, how many more Johns are there in the world than there are, for example, orangutans? And that that thought makes me I don't me know really anyone. Sad. I don't know name. anyone with that name. <laughs> no. oh, there probably is a few in America. <laughs> what do you mean actual, actual primates orangutans. versus men? I mean, well, like, actually, uh, how, men how are many primates. orangutans are there that are called John? And would they go to the name? <laughs> 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 they check. They're like you know the Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the bit in the middle. Men called John orangutans in the middle. Just one I assume a very old one. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like this is this is me being like you know a, a conservation hippie, not hippie, a, you know, totally valid concern about you know the extinction of animals um, and and the growing number of, of Johns. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's out of control. We need to save the orangutans. Kill and the Johns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying kill. I'm just saying like, you know, slow the pl- plateau. Slow, slow, plateau. Yeah, the plateau. Johns. Plateau the Johns. Thank Essentially, you. what you're calling for is a genocide. <laughs> no, I was thinking more of a Johnatorium. Is that even the correct use of the word moratorium? Is that what a moratorium is? I've never enacted one. Um, so. But it does mean to like stop. Yeah, just nip all those Johns in the bud. <laughs> nip, nip them all in the bud. Yeah, cool. Why not call them Jim? Just saying. Yeah. It's better than John. Mm-hmm. As you have to agree, as you selected John as the worst name. <laughs> for a dog. No, for oh, a baby. Oh, for a baby. <laughs> Dog John, just going out in the garden in the evening, like John, John, come on, John, it's dinner time, John. Oh my god, I sound like my mother. <laughs> everyone in your family is called John. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nick, what is the worst first impression you have ever given someone, or someone has given you? Oh well, I didn't, I didn't make an amazing start to my career at British Home Stores. Um, I don't still work there. It didn't work out. Uh, it's the only job I've sort of been pushed out the door of. But yeah, I used to work at British Home Stores in Brighton. I used to work in their cafe and their canteen, which were distinct organisations with a very different age bracket. The canteen almost exclusively catered to those at death's door. 
Whereas the cafe sometimes catered to others. (laughs) (laughs) So two places for pensioners. Two places for pensioners, but the cafe did sell lattes. Mm. Not great lattes, but they did sell them. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'd not been there long. I'd not been there long. I was I was fresh as a daisy, green behind the ears, wet everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> like a salamander. Oh, that's uh, that's what they call me. They call me the salamander. What were you wet with? <laughs> Excitement, <laughs> opportunity, money, <laughs> rolling in the tips. We don't really tip in the UK, but we do yeah. where I'm from. Must be a southern thing, anyway. Do they? But maybe not in BHS. Yeah. Sorry, British, <laughs> British home you stores. Don't tip yeah. canteens in Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Don't give me that. That bollocks. Like we all kind up north. We'll tip any. We tip at McDonald's. <laughs> okay, at McDonald's we don't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I was in British home stores and I'd not been there long and they decided to hire a new manager because things were really on the up. This needed, this needed to be managed. And what they got was you no (laughs) they got what can only be described as like a genetically engineered middle manager um and he was a he was a perfectly nice man um but i was a perfectly awful teenager who was like an anti-authority streak that you can only really get from a really good upbringing (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know i listened to punk and i wanted to bring down the system that had given me all these benefits and yeah he gave this long talk about how he used to work british home stores and he went away and now he's come back as a manager uh and he said yeah so and my name's the prodigal son (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he said my name's he said my name's babak and i was like oh and i put up my hand because you guys will understand this as comedians like if you think there's something funny to say everyone else would be like i'm not gonna say that that's totally inappropriate but we're like well, I have to say this out loud. <laughs> I have to get, get the attention on me <laughs> and then say this questionable thing. So, yeah, he said, I, yeah, my name's Barack and I've returned. And so I put up my hand and I said, when you left the first time, did you say... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Barack. <laughs> did, did you think about not saying it? Not even for a split second. The thought to not say it did not occur in my mind. I raised my hand. He didn't call on me straight away. I had to hold my hand in the air, sit on this. Was it like ages later? (laughs) I don't know. It wasn't that long, but it was. It was long enough that part of my brain could have at least gone. Think of a better question. (laughs) How long long after did you did you get pushed out? Did you shout, I'll be back? <laughs> I'm going to come back with a babak mask. I'm going to usurp you. Um, I lasted a little while. I booked holiday off to do a charity run. And then the week or like not long before, like week or days before. And I'd raised like a thousand pounds to do the charity run. And they were like, yeah, we're going to have to cancel your holiday. And I was like, oh, no, you can't. I'm not, I can't come in that day. I'm doing a charity run. And they were like, oh, no, we have to, you have to, you have to arrange it if you want your day off. And I, and I sort of said, well, like, I'm not gonna, um, you can if you want, but I won't be here just so you know. And then the day he was like, uh, day before he's like, see you tomorrow. And he, we'd had these discussions. I was like, no, you won't. And then the day after the run, I went to work and they went through this whole procedure. Like, where were you yesterday? You didn't call in sick. And I was like, you know where it was. This is a silly game. So I got taken to 
the head of PHS. And she looked at me and dead ass, without any sense of irony, looked at me dead in the eye and was like, you know, I get the impression that maybe your complete heart isn't in working for British home stores. And I sort of stopped her and was like, I'm going to stop you there because you're, you're pretty much on the money. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've read me like a book, man. And that's, that's probably why you're on the big money. You can just see through people and just get to their core with, you know, mucking about with you. No sort of like to and fro, just your heart isn't necessarily in working for British home stores. And I said, yeah. Um, and they were like, do you want to work out the month? And I was like, yeah. And then I walked out the door and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like for what ended up was a really bad first impression. I feel like my last impression was quite good. Yeah, no, no you demonstrated problem. integrity. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were like, I, I owe it to my do- donation makers to run that run. Yes, yeah. yeah. Did you feel like there was hostility between the I'll be back incident <laughs> and when they and when you when you like missed the day of work? Um, there wasn't sort of outward hostility, but obviously I was always the man who'd asked that question. Uh, so he would very much send me out to give free samples around the shopping center in which it was located. And I had to wear a special pinny, uh, a special apron to go around. Um, was that an undesirable job? Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to be in scene in the center of the town where I went to university in a pinny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that seems that seems reasonable. <laughs> just just as an aside, BHS doesn't exist anymore. I was gonna say, that's what I was gonna ask. Like the fact that that BHS is since closed down. Do you feel vindicated? Do you feel a sense of? Um... I think if I was still working there, that BHS would still be running. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> mainly funded by their canteen sales. Absolutely. Um, do I feel vindicated? Am I happy that BHS went out of business because of how they treated me? Yeah. Did you? Like, did you? All have those a people little... losing their jobs. Yeah, they deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you mess with me. <laughs> I shut down your multinational. <laughs> multinational? Um, British home stores, yeah. It's in Wales, <laughs> England, <laughs> Scotland. They're all nations. Oh, they, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're you not can't wrong. take that back. No, no. I'm the best kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> So what about you? Have you made any terrifically bad first impressions? Or has anyone made a terrifically bad first impression of you? Ah, uh, I so I've I was really I was really torn. I've got two and I uh, Which one makes you look worse? <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> so the first one the first one is just me speaking really bad German. And I'll give you the the like synopsis of the first one because it is funny. For anyone who doesn't speak German, I mean, I probably fall into that category, to be honest. <laughs> That's kind of the point. The word for birds and the word for fucking are alarmingly similar. And shortly after and I'd moved... chucked out the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about birds. Nobody <laughs> wants your birds. Um, I, was, I was in the supermarket and I had this little tote with some birds on it and this little old lady uh, turned around <laughs> and pointed at my bag and she went, Shona Tuta, um, which, means, which means lovely bag. And I responded, thank you. I love fucking. <laughs> and she just gave me the filthiest look. And then obviously I said it in German. I didn't just say, I didn't just go, thank you. I love fucking to some random German lady. Because um, that sounds like birds. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get it, right? You get it. Um, I said, "Ich liebe Vögeln," which, <laughs> yeah. And she looked at me so with such disdain, and I couldn't understand it. And obviously, that like killed the conversation dead. Which I guess is probably preferable to her I mean, being like. To be fair, it wasn't uh, the best conversation to start. With. <laughs> no, like, you weren't. It wasn't flying back and forth it was very no cursory. but it sounds to me like she was hitting on you from the start yeah. <laughs> i mean this is the thing right if the outcome had been different you know if she'd said uh yeah ich auch and i was just like well we should get together sometime and enjoy some birds like i could have ended up in a, in a really unexpected situation yeah for a long time i just pronounced the word for night as naked mm-hmm. yeah but I Knacked. think, yeah, yeah. German was just—they knew what I was saying. <clears throat> I wasn't like leaving. Oh, what a lovely naked. <laughs> <laughs> like, context, context. I mean, oh, what a lovely nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the with the weird German words, I once had this interaction that I still to this day can't explain. But I was in DM, and the person uh, at the checkout when I left said to me "fichtig," and I said "fichtig." <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were both really nice to each other we both said fuck you it was like, it was like okay thanks okay have a nice day fuck you fuck you <laughs> and and then after I was like wait did they just say fiktik and I just said it back and I was like what could it have been and I was asking Jim people like is there anything that would make sense to say that sounds exactly like fiktik the only thing like, I can think of is wichtig yeah. uh, but like why would you just be like yeah important (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know whether i want the story to be that this person had (laughs) said fuck you 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 really cheerily just (laughs) said it back totally neutralizing them being a dick if i worked on the checkout i probably at this stage in my life would just be like oh it was the checkout person um, I mean, that does track with, like, German customer service. <laughs> <laughs> or I can't tell if it's funnier if they did just say something that sounded vaguely like that, like, richtig, like, you'd given the right change or something, and then you'd <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know, it does kind of make me want to just, like, casually uh, greet someone, uh, you know, just walk down the street, be like, fuck you, and see if, just as, like, a, a polite reflex, if, if yeah. there's... If it's possible to get someone to just be like, ah, fuck you. <clears throat> that feels like a fun game. Yeah, I feel yeah. like to greet someone with a fuck you, you have to know them a really long time. Mm. And then maybe you might get, if it was a bit of a surprise, like, fuck you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. then if you're, I think if you're really, really, really nice, people just assume that that can't be what you said. <laughs> like me in the checkout, I was like, they can't have just said fichti. So you think said- their version of the story is like, I was serving this <laughs> this woman and I said, I said that's three pounds fifty-two, <laughs> and she said in German, <laughs> "Fuck you!" <laughs> but she can't have said that. Yeah. What do you think she was saying? She that? was so nice and yeah. she was smiling, but she said fifty. <laughs> amazing. Um, so that obviously is not a great first impression, but the one that the one that I actually wanted to share is much much worse. When I was when I was like nineteen, I was working in this wine bar, and this regular came in one day, and he sat down at the bar, and he was like, "Yeah, just so you know, my daughter's on her way in. She's off school at the moment because her stepdad just died. So if you could like be considerate about what That's you say, I know." And I said to him. 
oh, of course. And in my head, I was going, you fucking idiot. You have just guaranteed that I am going to put my foot in my mouth every time I open it. The chances of me randomly mentioning death or, or, you know, like saying or something. Or stepdads. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a specific thing to fuck up. How did you bring up a dead stepdad by accident? After he said it, the whole time I was waiting for a teenage girl to walk in the bar, I was so terrified that I would see her and just be like, dead stepdad! <laughs> I mean, if you had Tourette's, that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't have Tourette's, but if I have a thought that is like forbidden totally. in my brain, oh my God, it is... It's going to be the only thing I'm thinking yeah, yeah. about. I couldn't think about anything else. And she walked in. That's why we're doing a podcast, because uh, <laughs> we can edit those bits out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I won't, but we can. Like, we have the option. But she walked in and, you know, I was just trying to be, you know, friendly and normal. And she said something about being off school. And I went, oh, lucky you. First of all, I was like, shut the fuck that up. That was really good, though. You pretended that his stepdad wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. Was to, that was the assignment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, sort of. And then and then I said, oh, so what have you been doing today? And she said, oh, I went shopping. And I was like, did you buy anything nice? And she went... In black? <laughs> she went, just a just a new dress. And I was like, oh, for, for a special occasion. Yeah. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And then at, a, at some point... I think someone like dropped something. Something happened that made me jump. And I went, oh my God, I almost had a heart attack. I was just like, you, you are the worst person in the world. Do you find yourself dwelling on stupid things that you've said like 20 years ago? Oh, yes. My whole life, I kind of felt weird that when I was about seven, I swore at my neighbor, <laughs> Auntie Celia, she's quite an old lady. And I said, piss. And I just, Oof. all my life, I just thought, why did I do that? I did you just shout, piss? <laughs> no. Um, I said that my sister pissed the bed. Well, that's not even that bad. No. Oh. It's not even directed at Auntie Celia. I know, but I was trying to, I was trying to be cool. You know, mm. you're like seven years old, trying to be cool in front of the old lady by what? saying pissed. Like, of course she wasn't going to be impressed. Mm. Um, that doesn't that doesn't feel so bad. Yeah, I, I, see now I can finally let go. Yeah. There you go. This is this is therapy as yeah. much as it is a podcast. And every time you say piss in general conversation, I I think you're really cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's working. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying piss too soon. Yeah, now is my time to say. Piss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Piss. Then there'll be an age where piss. I don't know when it becomes inappropriate. Probably Auntie Celia's age. <laughs> saying it either. No, fuck that. You say piss until the day you die. Oh, yeah, Flo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, when I was five, I was at the yacht club that my dad was a member of. We were at like their annual, you know, dinner regatta. thing. Regatta. Maybe, I don't, I don't know what a regatta is. I wasn't paying attention. It was, okay. But it was like a dinner. It wasn't on the boat. It was, it was in a hall. My dad's friend, he, he lost half his finger in a combine harvester and he used to do this like sticking, sticking his stump up his nose joke, which as a child I thought was absolutely brilliant, like the height of comedy. And he was telling this limerick. It was, Mary had a little lamb, twas full of fun and frolics. It loved to jump over five bar gates, but often hit its kneecaps. <laughs> and my brother was sat there next to me and he went, that doesn't make any sense. Frolics doesn't rhyme with kneecaps. And I, five years old, I went, no, silly, it's meant to be bollocks. And there was this, this like tiny little old lady in her 80s sat on the other side just chuckling away while my mum was like, oh, no, you can't say that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> it's like with things like that where the rhyme doesn't add up. It's the power of suggestion. So you you have every right to shout the word bollocks exactly. in that situation. Um, my cousin, when they first started learning about poetry at school, um, they said, "Does anyone know any poems?" <laughs> and my cousin goes, "Yes, actually, I do. My my granddad taught me a poem." <laughs> and he went and stood in front of the whole class. And I don't remember the poem, but I just remember it ends in the word "shit." <laughs> <laughs> That's so. such an anticlimax. The, the, the last word is good, but the rest of the poem being missing. Yeah, it went. Shit. I kind of love that. that yeah, my granddad's poetry. Is <laughs> it like Wilfred Sassoon? My granddad. Which, uh, yeah, if you, you can reverse engineer from a porn name. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much. That has been episode one of The Worst Podcast. The best podcast about the worst first impressions. Before we go, Flo, is there anything that you would like to plug? Mm. Um, maybe I can just plug my name, which is Flo Collins, spelled F-L-O-E. And um, I have Instagram and Facebook. Nice. She's got both the things. Both mm. the things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. So everybody follow Flo Collins on the platforms where she exists. Yeah, don't follow her elsewhere. <laughs> no. It's not allowed. That is, that is just creepy. Nick. What would you like to plug? Like a plug us. Plug us away. Just... All right. Well, we we've got an Instagram and a Facebook, just like Flo. Mm. She we're, she basically inspired us. We like we, we like the cut of her jib, and we're going to do what she's doing. But we we've got a different name on both those things because uh, otherwise it would get confusing. And our name is Hot Mess dot comedy. I think that's only our name on Instagram, isn't What's it? What's our name on Facebook? <laughs> on Facebook, we're Hot Mess Comedy Berlin because that is where I live. Jules doesn't want you to know where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> Given that you're in my living room, I feel like yeah. I feel like people can extrapolate. I mean, clever people. <laughs> uh, she lives in Berlin, Flo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so follow us on the various socials. Keep an eye out. We'll be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, do your worst. I just wanted to shout sausages. <laughs> sausages. <laughs>